Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, uh, pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name is Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tarali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who collects the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded. Act 2, Relics and Revelations. When last we left off, the crew, the gang, has been split down the middle as, uh, well, maybe not down the middle. I feel like that one side is uh, definitely has a little bit more of the, uh, of, of, of the advantage of numbers than the other. On one side, we have Ricky and Ferris staring down a, a tunnel that veers slightly to the... Do you guys remember which way your tunnel veered? Weren't we on the right? I believe so. Mm, I think we would go to the right, yeah. And then the other tunnel that has Tarali, Divine, Elian, and 125 tyrants in a tunnel that veers slightly to the left. We're going to start off with the bigger group. You all heard the sound of doors opening, but did not see your door open. And heard the sound of doors closing, but obviously did not see your door close. You all are now in here with one way forward that veers slightly to the left. The, uh, the walls and everything are still just as smooth as they were on the other side of the door, as if uh, they were... Uh, carved out uh, specifically from the mountain. Uh, only a little bit of stalactites are just barely starting to form as the humidity of the area is kind of condensing at the top of the uh, at the top of the tunnel. The three of you and Tarali's men and women are well waiting orders. I'm not, I'm not the only one that heard that, right? That, uh, where, where are they? That's a good looking question. Uh, Elena's just gonna start kind of not super loudly, but like loud enough trying to call for, uh, Ferris and, uh, Ricky. If we heard the doors close, I assume that we hear them too. 
Um, I was actually about to get to that. So when that Elian begins calling out, uh, Elian, you can hear your voice reverberate throughout the tunnel as it, it's going. And you all on the other side do very faintly uh, hear uh, hear a voice calling to you from the uh, from further down the tunnel. Oh, shit. Well, Elian's calling out, uh, I would like to deep listening palm against the wall, uh, listening for any responses. Oh, good. I- I'm glad you're doing that, because I- that was my next thing. Yeah, deep listening palm's all on our side. Yeah, they are, aren't they? I think we, just, we established that last time. Go ahead and roll me uh, perception and awareness. And if you have any specialty in, like, hearing, I would allow that to apply as well. I don't believe I do. Three. With three successes, you place your hand up against the wall. And you swear that you could hear a little bit of muffled talking through it, but it sounds like the... The wall is either extraordinarily thick, uh, further than your charm can reach under normal circumstances, or maybe it's just the echoes. But also, there's something else that you hear that is kind of like faintly reminiscent of like a drum beat that's coming from, well, the wall. Like a drum beat or like a heartbeat? Like rhythmically, is it like somebody beating on a drum or is it like bum 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 just too deep to be a normal person's heart? It is rhythmically as if beating on a drum, but it is at a steady pace, but it's not the kind of like heartbeat that you would have ever heard, if that makes sense. Like it is constant like a heart would be, but it's at kind of like a like just constantly over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wave to wave over to uh, Elian and uh, Tarali and be like, uh, this is weird and have them listen. Would we need to activate our stuff to be able to hear it or would we be able to kind of pick it out now that he's... Uh... Since you guys are in a dungeon, I'm not going to make you guys, well, air quotes dungeon. Uh, I'm not going to make you guys uh, waste emotes on literally coming to listen to the thing that Divine's listening to. If you guys wanted to get more information, I would make you spend moats for that. Um, but you are able to uh, basically hear the same thing that he does. What do you suppose it is? Would I be able to do, would it be a lore roll for, like, seeing if I know, like, underground things? I mean, I I don't want to box myself in by making assertions about what this is too early, which is why I'm, like, kind of vague with it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like we're inside something. Is there, like, a giant underground beast that people hold treasure in because Exalted's fucking weird? I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this. So as that you're listening uh, longer and everybody else kind of comes over and like listens in with you, 
uh, you guys hear uh, at the same time this like click as if like a piece of metal has suddenly fallen into place. And then uh, you hear over the uh, uh, from further down the hallway and everything, you can hear a. uh, A loud, booming voice that is speaking. Um, and when it, it speaks, it lets out this, uh, Dorak, Mirai, Utsu, Kushi. And it just keeps repeating over and over again. Is it names or is it a specific language? Um, do any of you guys in there know Old Realm? Old Realm's not the same as High Realm, right? No, it is not. Old Realm is for the, the sorcerers? Old Realm is yeah. for sorcery. <laughs> none of us would know it. You know. <laughs> I know just about every other language, though. I know. Man, you know, it would be nice if uh, if our sorcerer had deep listening palm and could decipher what's being said. Hmm. Uh, for the record, for uh, for the other side, you all are not hearing this booming voice. Okay. Got it. Um, as as that uh the you guys needed the the deep listening palm to hear the mechanical click, but after that you can hear the voice kind of on the like kind of coming from further down the tunnel. Uh you do not require perception checks to hear it, but it is constantly going. Dumb question. Can I make a socialized role? Uh, having socialized with several sorcerers to see if Divine at least recognizes it that, hey, this is the magic talk. I'm going to I'm not going to have you make a role for that. I think that there is enough. Um, you've you, you've talked to enough sorcerers. You can probably figure it out. It's like it's like watching uh, anime with uh, w- with subtitles and not English dub. You kind of can hear Japanese. You don't know that it's like you don't know what they're saying, but you have enough knowledge to be like, oh, that's that's old realm. Yeah, because like I know Amalar is known for their library and training sorcerers. So that might be where I heard it. And also Ricky talking shit. Yeah, absolutely. You think I talk shit in old realm? What? Why wouldn't you? What are we? No. <laughs> isn't that like a thing where you like you? Isn't it like kind of like the druidic in D anD D where you only use it for certain things and it's kind of protected? Uh, like you're not just out here teaching people how to speak it when they're not sorcerers. Nowadays, yes. Nowadays, yes. Okay. What is sorcery but just talking shit spicy? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Divine's going to relay to the others. Uh, that sounds like old realm. Um, one of the few languages I don't know. That'd be more a Ricky thing. So it, it, it means we're not alone. True. I don't know if we're going to be able to get the door back open. We might just have to keep going and hopefully the paths converge. Yeah, if we uh, if we w- can work our way out of here, they can work their way out and we can cross uh, 
catch up when we get out, I think. I guess I was wrong on who the expendable ones were. What do you mean? Yeah, Divine, what do you mean? Well, Ricky's on the other side, obviously. So, uh, do you guys continue then? There's only one path and it goes forward. I think we should all try to stay kind of close together going forward. Well, I was going to say the opposite. There are a lot of us, so it's going to be hard to spread ourselves apart, really. So, if whoever's up and around the corner is uh, working sorcery, maybe marching a talent on them isn't the best approach. Maybe we should uh, scout ahead or show a force. It really depends on the situation. It kind of an unknown thing it wouldn't it'd probably better just scout ahead but i'm not particularly stealthy oh apparently neither am i i can go take a look if y'all uh you want to hang here for a sec or we could we could do we could hit it with a sledgehammer we've got options so, uh, what I'm hearing is is that uh, Divine's going to scout ahead a little bit. Uh, Divine, uh, are you going about this the stealthy way, or are you uh, going to just walk forward and hope that they're not casting Death of Obsidian Butterflies? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm for sure going to be uh, doing this stealthily. Okay. I'm going to... Sneak up around the corner, trying to stay in the shadows cast by the low light. Okay, yeah, I'll give you two extra dice for that. I'm going to spend four moats personal. Uh, wait, no, I can I can do it out of peripheral because it takes five to. It takes five to flare. All right, so that's two out of successes and two extra dice. Made worse rolls. Five's not bad. Five's not bad. It's a little iffy on that many dice, but it's not bad. You keep to the shadows. You're no... Well, you're no Ferris. That's for sure. But you're certainly stealthier than uh, the rest of your pals here. And as you go around through the slight left you enter into another hallway. And from here, you can hear the voice that is repeating over and over again. Uh, It is louder as you approach it. And you are hearing yet again, just over and over, Durak, Mirai, Utsu, Kushi. But as you're hearing it, and it's kind of coming from all angles, you feel like that just kind of from your knowledge of talking to people and you being able to hear it clearly now that you're closer, uh, it feels like that last word uh, is spoken with a question mark on it is the best way that I can put that. Like, you know how that you can hear a question um, and, and like know that like whenever someone talks, it's like, oh, they're asking me a question. Even if I don't 
understand their language, they ask it in such a way where it's like inquisitive. Like that uptone at the end of the word. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the inflection. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And as you approach this area and can hear the voice coming in from all uh, all sides, you can see before you a sharp left turn. As well as uh, a sharp right turn. Uh, basically a 90 degree uh, turn to, uh, for both of them, to be specific. You've basically come to my uh, my T intersection puzzle. Tarali or Elian, do you guys have... Uh, Anything you'd like to do before I swing the camera over to the other two? Well, uh, I was going to say I was going to take out some stuff from my little uh, investigation kit and kind of keep track of where we're going. Uh, and Okay, yeah, so, so one of you is going to try drawing a map then or finding a way to keep track of how the things are going. Yeah, I figure I've got. I've, I should have some kind of notebook or something in the investigation kit that makes the sense. Oh yeah, me. absolutely. Uh, so I'll probably just like mark the wall too, as well as marking the book. Do the other two of you, or I guess the other hundred and twenty-seven of you guys, approach the uh, approach where the divine is, or do you wait for him to come back? If he's not back within, you know, like. Five minutes gonna follow him. Yeah, that's fair. For now, I'll just wait for a signal. Yeah, once I got to the T junction, I would have uh went back or signaled or some way. Once so, I got to an all clear, anyways. Yeah, that that that's about as far as you can go without making another uh decision, so to speak. Uh so when the divine comes back. It tells you guys everything, and then I guess you all go forward towards the T-intersection. Um, I will let you know that the area widens out. It is about, uh, it goes from being about a, a small tunnel size to being wide enough that uh, the the tyrants can actually move in, uh, maybe not exact formations, but uh, it's wide enough that you guys are not like, having to squeeze together with 128 people in this uh, in this tunnel anymore. It, it, it very much widens out. And then you guys are at a T intersection, at which point I'm going to swing my spotlight over onto the other two. Ricky, Ferris, how y'all doing over there? Well, you know, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Did I bring Lucille with me, Brendan? I think we said I did. Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, I got Zeke, but he's currently shaking like a leaf in my blouse. Yeah, I'm totally cool with you having the horse down here. Why not? You, we, we rarely get to use her anyway. Well, shit. I guess it's uh, just us, huh? Yeah, but uh, I don't understand how we go through the same door. Like, where are they? I don't understand what happened. Maybe they went ahead? Mm. No. Yeah, maybe. Well, well, let's keep matching and see, but I don't think so. I mean, there's only really one way to go at this point, so might as well go forward if they're not in this specific spot. And Ferris is going to start kind of walking towards where it veers to the right. 
Ricky falls right behind her. Can I uh can I try to listen for anything? I know I don't have the fancy hearing thing, but can I like knock on a wall to see if it's thick and maybe like try to listen? Yeah, sure thing. Uh perception and awareness, and if you have any kind of specialty that revolves around hearing, I'll let you apply that. I do not. One success. One, oh, right. One. Not great, champ. Not great. Not the best. We'll you swear that you can hear the echo of you knocking on the wall fade out very quickly, as if this cave that you're in doesn't have the best acoustics. Hmm. Okay. Well, that was a waste of my fucking time. Uh, yeah, I guess we just gotta keep going and see what we fucking find, you know? Okay. Do you guys get on the horse and go, or do you guys, uh... Is there enough room in here? Yeah. To comfortably ride a horse? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a cave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hop on the horse, and I offer to help uh, Ferris up if she wants. I mean, as long as the horse isn't going to burn me, sure. I will gladly take the help up and hop up behind him. Okay, take ten fight. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no. No. Uh, Ferris is certainly known to Lucille. Uh, unless there was like some sort of aggression, uh, you would not be burned by her flames. No, she will She will happily accept the help up onto Lucille. The foot tall horse, yeah. And have you just kind of like launch her up there. Yeah. So you guys get on the horse and uh, start plopping along. I reckon. As that you continue forward uh, down the path that slightly veers to the right, uh, you recognize that it's not just the knock on the wall that you made that is kind of fading out a lot quicker than you think that it should be. I mean, I don't imagine that the both of you have been in a whole lot of caves. I, I just... I don't know why, but my brain does not equate the, either of your characters to hanging out in caves and knowing how the acoustics in a cave works. No, certainly not. For me, anyway. But you guys have spent a decent amount of time in the Undermarket and the Undercity of Chiroscuro, and you kind of have a decent idea of how the acoustics down there work. This is not the same. Like, the, the clops of Lucille's hooves and everything are fading out even quicker than when they, you're just in the undermarket of Chiroscuro. It's like they can't get past where that she's moving. So the sound's being like absorbed instead of um, bounced around? I'm getting the vibe of the uh, acoustics in here being odd. Um, I have two questions. Firstly, um, can I... Just make a blanket occult roll to see if I sense anything weird here. And two, I would like to use instead of the precaution, I'd like to use spirit detecting mirror technique to turn the glass of my lantern on my staff to be able to see things from um to pierce the veil between worlds and see spirits or invisible phantasms visible within the glass. Okay. Uh which one of those do you want to do first? Uh, a cult roll, for, roll first, then the lantern. Okay, yeah. And that will be cult and wits. 
Are you, okay, are you looking over it, or are you trying to remember, like, okay, here's my, I guess here's the better question for it, is, are you looking, are you, are you, air quotes, looking around to see if that you can see anything that, like, points to a noticeable occult thing? Are you trying to remember some things that you've been taught, or are you just trying to, like, put together your experiences? I think more the latter. I want to, like, go by feel. Okay, in that case, it would be wits and a cult. Okay. Uh, and to answer your question uh, about your specialty, uh, I know that your specialty is in exorcisms, but do you think that, uh, that might also apply to just generalized, like, spirits or, like, the underworld? Um, I certainly have some invested knowledge in that. I think that's reasonable to assume. I got three successes on my cult roll. Not great. But not bad. Okay. Uh, did you add in your specialty dice for that? Oh, no. That's why I was asking. Okay, so I'll roll one more. So, four successes. Okay. With four successes, I'm going to let you know that as you're kind of like going through here and you're hearing the the sound dead in and uh, things are looking a little bit weird as you're moving, as you guys are proceeding through the tunnel, you uh, as you're kind of like putting this together, uh, it, it you realize that sound is dying before that it should, that the walls do not have as much moisture on them as they did before. Everything is graying a little bit, and you have this distinct feeling that you are approaching a Shadowland, maybe? Or maybe even something more. Oh. Certainly turning on the lamp, then. Okay. Uh, does that require a roll of any kind, or does it just go off? Let me double check. I think it requires a cost, but I don't think it requires a roll. Nope, it does not require a roll at all. Uh, only okay, I can then. see through the reflection. Um, instead of fully negating uh, the ability to attack the creep, the uh, apparition, I just simply take a minus three to attack. You spend the four motes and the mirror on your rack staff uh, becomes your spirit detecting mirror. And as you look through it, you can see very clearly multiple spirits of the dead are making way for you and the horse and Ferris to move through as they are. Many, uh, a lot of them are people of Chiroscuro. They have that kind of uh, look to them. The kind of like the, the hardened sailors or the uh, the Delzin riders or just kind of the the they they kind of have like that that southerner look to them where they've been very close to the, the pole of fire where that it is hottest and most people's skin is much more tanned. Do they say anything? Are they speaking? Are they just silently watching us walk? Uh, does spirit? Uh, does the spirit mirror let you hear them? You can hear from a couple of them. 
Oh, new people. How interesting. I didn't expect to see more living people come this way. I wonder. Did they... There were, there was no, uh, there were no heavy chains coming down this time. Did they not subdue the beast? Is there... Are we in for another one of these? Oh, dear. We should probably get out of their way. We should probably get out of their way. Now, now can they hear me? Uh, you don't know. Okay, well, I'll just try it. I mean, it you, can, you can always... You can, yeah, I was going to say you can always try it. Yeah, I'll be like, Hello, my, uh, my dead dudes. How's it going? Uh, what, where the fuck are we? What, where does this lead? Can you help us? I can see you. Don't run from me. I just want some answers. None of them are running from you, but a lot of them just kind of get out of your way, you know, as that you would for any eight foot tall horse that's coming down the, uh, I think he mainly says that because spirits often do try to escape. Mm hmm. And they kind of, uh, a couple of them kind of look to you and, uh, just kind of go, Oh, weird. He can see us. Oh, this will make it fun. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very fun. And one of the older, uh, the older dead, so to speak, uh, kind of approaches with a, uh, with a cloak up that hides their face, but they have a gnarled staff. Uh, no, Ferris, you, uh, you can hear Ricky, but you can't hear or yeah. see the dead. It just looks like Ricky's staring at his staff and he's talking to himself. But you have okay. seen him do this before, though. Okay, it, it doesn't make her any less, like, weirded out. But she's just gonna, you know, hold on to the back of, I guess, this shirt and make sure she doesn't fall off Lucille and, you know, just kind of look around. So, the, this older figure with kind of like a hunchback and... Uh, cloak that covers their entire face. You can't see any skin on them, except for like a gnarled right hand that's holding a walking stick that towers over them as it just kind of like thumps in front of them. Just thump, thump, thump. And it looks to you, and you can tell that it's looking to you, even though you don't see any eyes. You can kind of feel it staring into your, uh, into your staff. Do you stop? Uh, hello there, Sonny. It's nice to see you've come this far. Now, oh, how can I be of assistance since you're talking to us? Yeah, um, wh where are we? What is this place? Oh, well, you're in, uh, you're approaching, uh, the... The place where that we decide to take a nap after, you know, the big nap. <laughs> Just stomp, stomp, stomp with the with the gnarled cane. Well, you see, this is where the those of us who have unfinished business end up. I'm sure that you've seen it above ground, the Shadowlands. Yes. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of my uh, workplace. You know what I mean. Oh, fantastic. It's good to know that someone else is taking care of those things after my passing. It was so... Some of the old people, so disrespectful, but not me. I, I did my job, damn it. Anyway, yes, if you just uh, continue on down this way, you'll eventually come to the Charnel House. There you'll have to deal with the, uh, with the, with the caretaker. Don't worry, he's a, he's a nice enough fellow. He's a Does little... Does Charnel House 
sound familiar to me? Uh, do you know what a charnel house is out of character? No. Okay, so a charnel house is basically where that they take all the bones. Oh, so I would know that in character. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, it, they basically, yeah, charnel house is basically like where that you just kind of like, uh-oh, the cemetery's overflowing, let's take all these old bones and put them in this room. The, uh, the, there was another pathway at the beginning that some, uh, some pals of mine went down. Does this lead back to that other path? Well, yes, of course. This eventually, uh, the paths eventually intersect. Uh, so, so I've been told by the, the, the fellow who used to frequent here. The fellow who used to frequent here, huh? Yeah. He was a, he was a nice, charming young lad. Uh, well, he said that he was over a hundred, but he didn't look a day over thirty to me. <laughs> now, I made it to eighty. Very impressive for, you know... The times. But, uh, yeah, he oh, said he was over 100, didn't look a day over 30, had a little fall crown on his head. I guess that's the style now with you youngins. He have a name? Oh, he never gave it to me once. But he did say that if other people came down here and they weren't talking to us, that we should probably spook them away. And not warn them about the charnel house. Did when I think back on Reshpalar, what did he look like? Uh, he is basically describing Reshpalar to you. Did uh did the fellow that came down here ever mention waiting for someone or expecting someone to show up here like he left something for someone? Say a sibling, maybe. Oh no, he never mentioned anything of that sort. He just. We haven't seen him in a few weeks, months, I don't know. Time's a little weird down here, you know. You don't have to, you don't have to keep track of the cycles of the sun anymore because there isn't one. <laughs> right. What did he do down here? Oh, mostly just walked through, had a good chat. Okay. That so dialing back around. So there's a channel house at the end here and past that is, oh, uh, I, I don't go past that. Do you know how far it goes past that, though? Uh, pretty far. Huh? Well. Uh, if, I, if I was being honest, uh, the quickest that I've ever seen your... Uh, the, the friend that you're describing, uh, the, the, the quickest that I've ever seen him turn around is he, he'd show up here, and he'd go, and then he wouldn't be back for at least... The quickest I've ever seen him come back is... Ten days? Oh. Well, we better get moving then. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch your name. Oh, my name. Oh you don't have to worry about my name. I'm just I'm just old Neff. Does Neff ring a bell, Brendan? Because mm. I, I I that name sounds familiar to me, but I want to know in character that it sounds familiar if I'm not um, being crazy. Do you wanna here, I'll let you roll uh I'll let you roll, since it's going to be a remembering thing, it's going to be an int and a cult, and yes, I will give you that specialty. Okay. Okay. Eight. Okay, so with eight, you know 
this name doesn't sound familiar, but it does in a weird way because some of the oldest and most powerful ghosts are what are called Nephrax. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that you know from uh, deal, not necessarily dealing with them, because I don't think that you've ever dealt with a Nephrak before. They're a little above your pay grade currently. Well, I'm sorry. They're a little bit above your pay grade before the game start. You know from your teachings when that you were still becoming a monk and everything that they are the kinds of things that can fuck up an entire sworn brotherhood of dragon blooded. Got it. Well then, Mr. Neff, take it easy now, okay? Why don't we heading out now? Oh, I certainly will. Don't forget to tell the, 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 the caretaker at the channel house that uh, that we, we finished his delivery. Oh, would actually, would you mind? And he's going to, like, pull out a small, uh, like, wrapped bag and, like, hold it up to you. And as that he pulls it out, you and Ferris can feel dark essence coalesce as he moves this bag from the Shadowland into reality in front of you, and it's now just kind of hanging in the air. Ricky, what is that? Don't don't worry about it. I'm handling it. Don't... Would would I mind what exactly... Oh, would you mind delivering this to the charnel housekeeper? He's been expecting it, but I've been so busy taking care of the dead here. Also, my old bones don't let me move as fast, and you seem to have a horse. I do. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. Can you can you give me an idea what it is? I, I, I've been burnt a couple times, so to speak. I make a habit of knowing what I'm taking before I take it, you know? It's a head. Okay. Uh, whose head? Does it matter? Hmm. No, I guess not. Okay. I take the I take the head. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It. It. You, like when you pick it up, if you like feel around in it, it definitely feels like fucking skull. It has the weight of a noggin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It has the weight of a noggin. I'm gonna like tie that to one of the saddlebags on Lucille. Uh. Yeah. I can do that. Maybe. Uh. Maybe you keep an eye out for when we come back. Maybe make our time back a little easier. Is that fair? This seems like a. Good exchange of favors. Yes, I can do that. It just, uh... Yes, so long, so long as you don't cause any, any issues along the way, that should we should be able to give you safe passage through this way. I got you. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm disrespectful to many things. But I'm not disrespectful to the dead. That's kind of my whole deal. Anyway, we're going to get hit in that old trail, okay? So, uh, don't work too hard. Don't break a hip. You know, take it easy. Oh, yes. Don't... Don't get lost on your way down there. Do do enjoy your time here. It seems like that the other person uh, enjoyed his time as well. <laughs> you guys leave off as that he kind of like his cackling old man laugh kind of reverberates through your mirror as like a whisper that just like. <laughs> All right, Ricky. I have. Many questions for you, but the first one is, who the fuck were you talking to? 
you know, you know, this is my whole deal, right? I talk to the dead sometimes, help them out. They help me out. You know, we're cool. Yeah, okay, that's we're fine. Like, but yeah, what is that? Over. And she's going to point down to the the thing that he just tied to the saddlebags next it, to her it, foot. You probably don't want to know what that is. Okay? You know, you're yeah, right. This is your one chance. You want chance, Ferris. You don't know what that is. You're, you're right. Don't, don't, don't ask again. <laughs> I don't want to know what it is. And, you know, right. I'm just going to pretend that this is all normal and we're going to keep going. Yeah, just just go to play with your play with your ferret or something. I don't know. Just don't think about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, anyway, apparently your fucking brother came down here a lot. My brother? Your brother. The, the really? one who, uh, yeah, blah. He came down here a lot, apparently. I guess that would make sense. Since... Technically, he sent us down here, or this is the direction we needed to go? Yeah. So, as you guys are going, there comes a point, as you guys are talking about this, where that Lucille continues to move, and her hooves no longer make sound. And the air has a dry feel to it. And her hooves kick up dust? Ash? You're not sure. Corpse dust. But there is one thing that you're sure of. While in the underworld, you don't regen essence. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. I would like to reiterate, not a Shadowland. While in the underworld. Well, this is going to be fun. So, swinging back over to uh, the people who have uh, a T intersection in front of them. How's it going, guys? Where do you want to go? There's two. There, there's a left and right in front of you. What direction did is the chanting louder in? Um, the best way to describe this for you, uh, out of character, is it's like it's coming from a loudspeaker. Uh, that is uh, uh, like an intercom system, almost like a like a school intercom. So like you'll go and it'll fade a little bit, but then like you'll get closer to another one and it'll get louder. So we have zero information on which path is the right path. Sounds like it. And I don't think we should split up further. Roll for it. Odds we go left, evens we go right. You into Raleigh? Sure. Uh, Divine's going to pull a uh, bronze dodecahedron out of his pocket and roll it on the ground. Okay. So I'm going to let you know this, uh, Divine. I know that you rolled in in game to see what that uh, what that you guys should do since you guys are just leaving it up to chance, right? Right. However, when you roll the dodecahedron in-game, yeah. it lands on a corner. Poopy. Like, like basically, it, it's like, it, it, it basically, like, it is not actually rolled. Like, there is no actual number that is facing the most top. It is just standing there, weirdly, on, like, an edge. 
It's like if you flipped a coin, it landed edge up. Uh, speaking of which, since the dice don't cooperate, I want to try it with a coin and see if it does the same thing happen. Uh, yes. All right. Does, does, the, does the coin land actually, on its flat, like on top of the dice on its corner? Actually, actually, let me actually you pull out a coin. Roll me your strength in athletics. This is going to sound very weird, but I want to. I know what's happening. Can I do that instead, please? I think Lilix mine's better. Oh, wait, maybe Tarala should do it. I bet hers is awesome. Okay. So the coin goes up. And, you know, flicking a coin is not a hard thing to do. Even children can do it. And it flips, and it turns, and it turns, and it lands edge up on the ceiling. Okay, so we assign left to one of us and right to the other. We do rock, paper, scissors, whoever wins. We go their direction. Just roll two dice and see which one's higher. All right, obviously uh, nothing coming from me can make a decision, so I'm going to leave the rock, paper, scissors between you two. Okay. I would say system-wise, I guess we just roll a d10 and see whichever one's higher. Mm -hmm. Whatever you guys want to do, or just say that one person wins, uh, whichever one works. You both roll a d3. Wait, I think I did that wrong. No, you did that no, right. I did it right. Okay, never mind. If paper covers rock, so we'll go to the left. Left it is. Uh, Divine goes to scoop up his die and uh, throw it in his pocket. Are you just leaving the coin on the ceiling? Yeah, it's a coin. So you guys uh, take a 90 degree turn to the left uh, as you go down, uh, or as you go forward uh, down that way. Um, you can hear that uh, that drum beat, that much more louder. The constant re repeating uh, words before in Old Realm have uh, ceased. Uh, you can no longer hear them. Like, did they, did they, like, uh... It sounds like they cut off. Okay, so they just abruptly stopped. Yeah, they just abruptly stopped. Huh. Well, now we're committed. Uh, so you guys continue walking, and you guys probably go for, if you guys keep following this path, um... The da 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 is constant, and it kind of becomes background noise to you guys for a bit as the path goes on for. If I'm being quite honest with you here, about an hour before you hit another junction. Uh, this time it is a. Uh, this time it is kind of like a we. Uh, it, it basically it's a. Uh, it's a it's basically like a, a like a cross uh, junction, but it's got like basically like in the middle, there's like a small like uh, tree that that appears to be growing despite there being no sunlight in here, uh, almost like it's planted in, uh, in the middle of like a roundabout. Uh, we've been walking for an hour. Did we regain essence? Uh, yes. Yes, you have. OK. Which means we're not in the underworld yet. So you guys have come to this little roundabout. What do you want to do? What's the tree look like? So the tree is tall. Uh, it is one of those. It's like a tall, thick tree. 
with uh, golden bark that appears to reflect or create light around it. It's a little hard to tell. And the leaves themselves are large, uh, like palm, not palm leaves, uh, large, like big, thick, big, thick boy leaves. I'm going to use my big boy words here. They're, They're big, thick leaves that like if you were to like break it off, like you could fan like part of the crew with. Um, it's about. It's probably about like 40 or 50 feet tall. Um, and it hits basically the ceiling where that it kind of begins to wrap up with a stalactite and kind of become one with it. Uh, looking at it, does it look like we'd get anywhere climbing the tree or does it look like it just hit ceiling? From uh, what I should say is from your position, it looks like it just hits the ceiling. But it's not like any off color or any weird smell or anything that seems too off, if that makes sense. Outside of the fact that there's a pretty decent sized tree underground where there's no sunlight. Yeah, it's pretty normal looking tree. Uh, I it's the, the tree is not going to just uproot itself and start attacking you. Not where I was going with it, but. I'm going to walk up the tree, Uh, walk up and. Inspect just to make sure, like, you know, sometimes climbing the tree is the answer. Okay, Um, I'm going to ask for since it is a sheer surface. Well, maybe it's not a sheer surface, but it is more like a vertical surface. And since you're just walking up and not specifically climbing up it. Um, I'm going to ask for a dex and athletics roll. I've got wall walking. Yeah, I know. But if you're going to just walk up a vertical surface, you still do need to have. Oh, wait, no, if it's a tree, you can just do that, can't you? Okay, cool. But vertical surfaces, as long as they're not slick. Okay, yeah. In that case, then uh, you walk up the tree um, as it he gets about. 20, 30 feet up, he, the, the two of you who are on the ground, uh, you lose sight of him in the foliage. I'm going to wait just a moment to see what they do before I get back to you, Divine. Yeah, that gives me time to look up while walking just to be sure. He's just kind of taking the lead on exploring places at this point, so I'm just going to let him. There's not much I can do, you know, to a tree. Except just kind of like look it over and make sure it's a tree and try and keep an eye on him. Yeah, I'll trust him while he's up there. So uh, unless we hear him holler out, I'm going to stay put. If you guys just stick there and wait for him to, I don't know, come across the uh, the ceiling or uh, the, the top of the tree, you guys are going to be waiting there for quite a long time. Uh, because divine, as that you get to the top of this tree, you are deposited in a hallway, um, and you can see in front of you a coin that is sticking up uh, on its side. And is it on the ground or on the uh, roof? It's on the ground. <sighs> uh, 
I'm going to pick the coin up. Or try to. Okay. You pick it up. And I'm going to... For the record, it is the exact same coin that you flipped earlier. Oh, I didn't doubt it. Uh, And, you know, if you look around, you can see uh, a fairly familiar-looking T-intersection. Yeah. Uh, So, since I'm upside down, it would be right to get to film. It's an hour walk. (laughs) It is an hour walk. You could just turn around. What do you mean, turn around? Well, how'd you get here? Go back down the tree. Oh, so it doesn't just drop me in there. Like, I can actually get back down the tree. Yeah, no, you didn't get teleported. You just, you walked up the tree, and then you found yourself in this hallway, but on the ceiling. Okay. That uh, that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna grab the coin, and uh, since it's there now, and I don't have to jump hey. and embarrass myself for it. Hey! What are you doing? Uh, huh? What? What are you doing? What are you... Who's there? Uh, well, that's my coin. I took it. You gave it to me. Who are you? Uh, I don't know. Who are you, mister? I'm going to take my coin from me. I'm, I'm the guy who gave you a coin. If I give you another one, will you tell me who you are? Mm, yeah, that seems like a fair trade. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. <laughs>